For years, we as a society argued that urban sprawl development has caused negative impacts to the states and the cities in them. While we happen to go through urban sprawl ourselves, others still question if urban sprawl is happening in Houston. Welcome to episode one of Environmental Houston. Today's topic is whether or not urban sprawl is happening in Houston. Although others may think otherwise, urban sprawl has a big impact on the city of Houston. But you may ask, what makes Houston urban sprawl? In the center of Houston, we have an urban core consisting of highways, residential areas, buildings, vehicles, mostly downtown Houston. Around the urban core, we have an urban fridge. It's a little different, but not by a lot. Small towns and suburbs around the city, for example, the Woodlands, Pearland, Katy, are communities with shops, housing, and parks mostly making their own town centers. But surrounding that urban fridge is a rural fridge. Get your cowboy boots and farm tools because we are farming. All jokes aside, rural fridge surrounds the city's suburbs with open land and livestock. Overall, urban sprawl can be looked at in two different ways. One, buildings and areas that make up Houston, and two, negative impacts. Often, urban sprawl leads to major increase in population, bringing problems such as poorly planned buildings, pollution, and loss of land. With the population increasing over time, the demand of residential and industrial development has caused a decrease in farmland, meaning rural fridge becomes more of an urban fridge. According to the U.S. Census, in 2010, Houston's population was estimated at 2,099,450 and has been increasing by 10.68% ever since. From the latest U.S. Census of the year 2020, Houston has reached its highest population of 2,323,660. That's a lot, and that's not even the majority. Just think how many people who didn't fill out last year's census. With the rise of the population, more business and residential areas are built at random. This often happens due to the lack of management and planning in the area. Christian Malaski, Harris County AgriLife Extension Agent for Agriculture and Natural Resources states that As the city of Houston and surrounding areas increase size, that urban sprawl takes away arable farmland and large acreage. Production that was here 30 or 40 years ago is no longer around because of the land being eaten up by development. Because of this, the loss of agriculture land has caused Harris County to lose about 2,000 to 5,000 acres of agriculture land annually. Ways that have increased the population of farmland was having organizational groups. Planet Board, or PIF, is a nonprofit organization that offered resources for open land and people who want to start their own profit farming business. In 2015, there were nine PIF managing the farms on approximately one acre each. Today, we have 13 farmers managing approximately eight farms within the Houston area. PIF continues to work in order to increase the amount of farmland that was left. But the loss of farmland is not the only thing that has been affected by the demand of residential and industrial areas. The lack of management has caused roads to flood due to the city's growing expanses of concrete. With the amount of rainfall of 32.39 inches, floodwaters continue to flood roads, damaging homes in the Houston metro area. A report from Prof. Philip R. Burke states, 
Parts of the Houston region have been hammered by more than 50 inch of rainfall since Hurricane Harvey. Due to the lack of management and planning, 70% of the swamplands and grassy meadows were replaced with roads. The more roads that are built, the more it prevents water from being absorbed. The Ditch Maintenance Section, or TDMS for short, handles these types of operations of the city's ditches. How it works is by inspecting clogged up ditches, distilting them, and regrading them. They have also been successful in flushing culverts under driveways and streets. Houston Safari Club and Houston Wilderness are both organizations that are water and wetland protection based. Currently, both organizations have a growing rate of 12.3% in the protection and preserved wetlands. These regulations were set especially to provide drainage for both land and roads. Speaking of roads, air pollution levels have driven many sources, including cars. When cars burn gasoline, toxic components like hydrogen and carbon are thrown into the air, creating pollution. More than 60% of the pollution is from cars, and the general public is not happy about it. According to Air Aliens Houston, fossil fuels combustions is a major culprit of mobile source air pollution. Tire and brake pad wear is also a significant source of mobile emissions. People exposed with these air pollutants are at major health risk. Due to the amount of population, citizens are at risk of getting cancer and other problems such as asthma, eye irritation, and heart disease. Task Force and Houston Monitoring Network have shown data about 179 air pollutants can potentially affect the health in Houstonians. Ways that have reduced the amount of air pollution in Houston is the staying at home order. Studies have shown that 19% of the toxic air pollutants have lowered, including nitrogen dioxide levels, which have dropped about 23% from the less we use our cars. Even before the stay-at-home order, vehicle companies such as Tesla Inc. reduced the amount of toxic pollutants in the air by making electric cars that run on electricity instead of gasoline. Because of this, about 35% of the vehicles are electrified or replaced with electric vehicles. Overall, urban sprawl always has been and always will be in Houston. Thank you for listening to Environmental Houston.